Let's talk not injuries for once, shall we? We will take a look at a couple of wild prospects that are absolutely ripping the doors off with their recent numbers. A big announcement for the state of Minnesota on the hockey front for 2026. And the Tankathon, we'll see where the wild have landed so far in the NHL draft lottery. All that and more on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, this is Brandon Duham, and this is Locked On Wild. What's up? What's happening? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the week and so that you can join in on the daily conversations on YouTube. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we take a look at a couple of wild prospects that are absolutely just lighting it up on the score sheet. We'll talk about uh, where they could potentially fit into the Minnesota Wild roster as well as taking a look at who is lined up for the Wild to pick in the latest mock draft. My name is Seth Topal, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and today's episode of Lockdown Wild is brought to you by GameTime. You can download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Let's start with procedural. As the Minnesota Wild announcing a little bit ago that Jared Spurgeon is now being put on injured reserve uh, and Damon Hunt has been recalled from Iowa to take his spot on the roster. Folks, Russo said it himself on Twitter uh, when asked, I think it was by Mike, who is a uh, regular staple in uh, in our YouTube comments, uh, asked him if he had seen anything like this ever in the time that he's been covering the Minnesota Wild, and Russo just flat out said no. So that makes Kirill Kaprizov, Philip Gustafson, Jonas Brodine, Jared Spurgeon, and Vinny Letary, and Matt Zuccarello, and Marcus Foligno being day-to-day. And from the sounds of it, the reason that they put Kaprizov on injured reserve was because there are other players that are injured. Now, it could be that this is Spurgeon, but it sounds like there are other players that are injured to warrant the need for roster spots to be able to field a full roster. But as we sit here just a few days into 2024 and looking like with the number of bodies that are out, that's going to be tricky for the Minnesota Wild to... Honestly, it's going to be tough for them to win games with this number of players out of the lineup. And as was pointed out in the YouTube comments, rather than me scream about things that uh, are happening with the third pairing, rather than me, you know, point out key moments that lead to losses. Why don't we try a different approach? And so we are going to introduce something that I'll do regularly with this show. And I will ask for audience help audience participation with this. So we'll give you a day or so notice 
um, as to when this is going to happen. We're going to introduce a segment. Sometimes it'll be full shows. Sometimes it'll be a portion of a show called The Greater Good, in which we will take a look at some Minnesota Wild-related things that are of interest to fans heading off of what is currently happening with this roster. Prospects, draft discussion, uh, just other news and notes around the uh, the state of hockey that pertain to the Minnesota Wild, but also allow us to kind of get excited rather than having to speculate as to who's hurt now. So we're going to do the greater good. That's going to be a huge portion of what we do here in today's show, because I want to start with some awesome news that came down the pipe earlier today, which I think is just, it, it's it's really exciting because it's something that I have tried to get more and more into here over the last couple of you of years. And so I bring you to, now I know there were a bunch of different people that confirmed this report, but um, I, I'm going to center in on Jess Myers for the rank live. He tweeted out the announcement. Minneapolis and St. Paul will be hosting the 2026 World Juniors. XL Energy Center and 3M Arena at Mariucci will be the primary sites for the 2026 IIHF World Junior Hockey Championship, which will be held in Minnesota for the first time since 2005. Uh, the Minneapolis-St. Paul sites were one of the finalists, and they were notified that their bid was accepted. Um, Seattle was the other finalist for 2026. I know there were some rumblings that Vegas was in the mix, but having had a chance to start to see just how big of a deal this tournament is, because you don't follow hockey a ton, as I didn't before taking this show over, you don't hear about these kinds of things. You know, you, you flip the TV on, you you see the Minnesota Wild maybe in action on Fox Sports North back in the day. Um, but beyond that, you don't really dip your toes into the hockey world. And having had a chance to further and further do that, World Junior Championships is a huge deal. And this is going to be fantastic for the state of Minnesota to see the best of the best from all of these different countries competing for gold and uh, trying their best to put the team together that's going to win it. Uh, I, I'm super excited for this. I think this is fantastic. As soon as it had been announced that Minnesota was one of the host sites that was um, in the running, uh, I, I started to get really excited for this because it's going to allow, in the case of the Minnesota Wild, it's going to allow an opportunity to see some of these prospects that are in their system that are getting closer and closer to making big impacts on the NHL roster. You know, you think of uh, this year's World Juniors and names for the Minnesota Wild and their prospect pool that are making some uh, pretty good uh, noise that we've talked about in previous episodes, Liam Ugrin, Rasmus Kumpelainen, um, Servak Petrovsky, Murat Hustendinov, all, all names that are competing in the World Juniors. 
And so in 2026, we're going to get an opportunity to really see some of these guys more up close. Now, the hope is that some of these names will be in further in the system by that point. But even if they are AHL players when 2026 rolls around, there there is still going to be potential for some of these guys to be making some headway. And so I'm super excited for this. You know, we, those that don't live in Minnesota or those that haven't experienced the Minnesota hockey scene, we often get jeered at by other states for the state of hockey title. Because people say, well, how can you be the state of hockey if you don't have any Stanley Cups? How, how can you be the state of hockey? And I think folks have to realize that it's the state of hockey because so many players come from colleges here, come from high schools here, that end up going on to have NHL careers. It's, it's a hockey hotbed. And so getting the opportunity to have these games in front of extremely passionate fan bases here in the state of Minnesota, giving them an opportunity to see these games in their backyard is phenomenal. And so I'm super excited for this. As we, as uh, Jess mentioned, Excel Energy Center and Mariucci Arena going to be the two main sites for this. So we'll keep you posted on this. If I'm being honest, Lockdown Wild is going to make a huge effort to try to be there for that which would be, I think, a lot of fun to be able to do some coverage of the World Juniors up close when we get to the instance of it being right here. So wanted to lead off with that because that news came down the pipe today, and I I could not be more excited for that development uh, for the state of Minnesota. So that's going to be super exciting. We mentioned a couple of guys that are having big impacts on the World Juniors right now. But I want to talk about a couple of other guys, one of which was not put on the roster for Team Canada and has taken it personally. And so we will continue today's episode of Locked on Wild with the theme of the greater good as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by Game Time. If you are starting your 2024 New Year's resolutions, and wanting to live more in the moment, or wanting to see more concerts, wanting to go see the Minnesota Timberwolves or the Minnesota Wild in person more, there can be nothing as stressful as the same-day ticket-buying experience. Because let's be honest, everybody, for the most part, lives day-to-day these days, and so you may not want to go the day before, but then the day of a game, you just say, yeah, let's do it. But you find that the tickets are way too expensive, or you find... When you get to the arena, you don't have a great view of the court or of the stage or of the front of the house. Game time can help by offering last minute deals on tickets and most importantly, offering you a view of what you'll be able to see from every single seat in the venue. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N 
for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back to today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. We thank you as well for uh, continuing to stick with us here throughout 2024 as we navigate further into this Minnesota Wild season. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure to throw a like on this episode if you uh, are so inclined so that uh, that helps us be more visible in the uh, YouTube algorithms. So let's talk about a couple of guys who have just been lighting it up in the Minnesota Wild prospect system. And let's start with the guy who we mentioned got left off of Team Canada's roster for the World Juniors, and boy, did he take it personally. Ladies and gentlemen, the WHL Player of the Month, Minnesota Wild's own Riley Heights. In 11 games in December, 11 games in December, get a load of these numbers, seven goals, 17 assists. He had 24 points in the month of December alone. And if you look at his numbers, throughout the course of the entire season for the Prince George Cougars. In 34 games, he has 20 goals, 48 assists. He has 68 points in 34 games. He leads the entirety of the WHL in points. And he's projected to have 39 goals, 93 assists, 132 points. In 66 games. This coming off of a season in 2022-2023. In which he had 97 points for the Prince George Cougars. Um, And then the previous season he had uh, 58 points in 65 games. He's just a scoring machine. And if you recall correctly. The Wilds did not draft him in the first round last year. Because they drafted Charlie Stramel. And yet they still were able to select height in that draft class. And I'm telling you folks, I know my reaction was incredibly mixed to Charlie Stramel, but could not have been more excited for what Riley Height brings to the table because that kid has just an incredible blend of skill. He, at this point, you, you look at his, frame. He's 5'11", 183. And as a second round pick, like just, just look at what elite prospects had to say uh, about him heading into the draft. Nasty physically, despite his 5'11 frame, height has the handling, shooting, and vision to inflict major damage on opponents. He takes the extra stride to play the body never passes up an opportunity to sneak in a shot behind the play, and is an enthusiastic combatant in scrums. On retrievals, height establishes inside positioning early, drives through opponents' hands, and separates them from the puck. And the use of contact to create space in the small area game allows him to spin off defensive pressure and attack the inside. If height can develop into a dynamic scorer with edge that's kind of the key operative phrase here i think a dynamic scorer with edge that's going to be a massive fit for the minnesota wild because if you can bring 
a little bit of that speed, but we've seen we've seen far too often with this team. You got to have guys that are comfortable stepping in and being the scorers. You got to have guys that are comfortable taking the lead. And if Hyde can be one of those types of players, that's a unreal selection, unreal steal for Judd Brackett to uh, snag him in the second rounds. Now, we'll talk about Stramel here coming up because I know he uh, didn't get off to a particularly good start for Wisconsin, but from the looks of it, he had started to show some signs of life with his game. But for right now, I want to focus on not only Riley Heights, but how about Danilo Yurov as well? And there's been a lot of confusion as to Yurov's status because there were um, some tweets that uh, circulated that the KHL was starting to go through uh, contract negotiations for next season. And that's a big point of contention because I think a lot of Minnesota Wild fans would love to see Yurov head over here, start his development, and be able to hop in and help this team out as early as maybe the season, not next season, but the season after. We'd love for that to be how this plays out. Because look at these numbers for Danila Yurov. And this is from uh, at MN Wild Talk on Twitter. He uh, was able to to compile all of these. So big shout out to Mateo for, uh, for doing the work here. In his last 31 games, Danila Yurov has 11 goals, 17 assists, and 28 points. And so a player who is continuing to really light it up in the KHL you look at what he's projected for. He's projected for 20 goals, 29 assists, 49 total points in 62 games for uh, Metallurge um, in the KHL. I will 100% expect that I probably pronounced that incorrectly. So apologies there. But you look at some of these other things too. Byron Bader putting out the... Uh, those comps that you quite often see on Twitter from ho- hockeyprospecting.com. Yurov, they put his side-by-side to Karel Kaprizov when he came into the draft. And um, you look at similar numbers for where Yurov is at right now and where Karel Kaprizov has gotten himself to. And some of the comps, draft year comps, that have been associated with Danila Yurov, Alex Dabrinkat, and Steven Stamkos. Now that would be something. Steven Stamkos, an unreal talent in the NHL. And even if Yurov doesn't reach that level, if he could even turn into an Alex Dabrinkat type player um, who is, is capable of being a 20, 25 goal score, 30 goals, maybe somewhere in that range. That's a massive hit for Judd Brackett as well. As Bader tweets, Danilo Yurov is having an unreal season. The Wild might hit again on the Russian lottery. And so you talk about the greater good and something that should give some optimism beyond this season 
is the play of Danil Yurov and Riley Height. And not to say the other prospects haven't been playing particularly well, but these guys, these two in particular, amongst Minnesota Wild prospects, have been playing outstandingly well. And so they deserve a spotlight in our inaugural edition of The Greater Good for just being just studs at this point um, and their development looking really, really good um, for the Minnesota Wild. Now, I will read because Michael Russo for The Athletic clarified on Danila Yurov's status. So I want to just read you this paragraph from um, a piece that he did in talking about Philip Gustafson and Kirill Kaprizov's injuries when they initially received updates on their status. And Russo writes the following. Contrary to Twitter reports, wild first-round pick Danila Yurov didn't need to sign an extension by the KHL trade deadline last week. Yurov and a source close to Yurov said he can sign any time this season or afterward. This was the last day for clubs to make transfers and announce new players, but re-signing contracts is possible all season long, Yurov told The Athletic. As we reported in last week's Wild Insider, Yurov hasn't made a decision yet to stay at least another year in the KHL, but it's clear his team is talking about a new contract with him, and the Wild would be okay with that decision if the KHL is a better option for the talented forward to continue his development rather than playing next season in the AHL. Uh, Folks, it's very clear that the Minnesota Wilds would be comfortable with Yurov getting another year in the KHL before he comes over here. And so while it, while it's, while we want to see him as soon as possible, whatever is going to best serve him to further his growth, further his development as a prospect. I'm all for it. So if it's better for him to continue to uh, to play a ton of minutes at the KHL level, to uh, to score a bunch of goals and to look really good doing it, sign me up for that. And then then after that, you can get him over here and get him accustomed to life at the AHL level and then life at the NHL level. I at this point, I'm I'm pretty steadfast in wanting to see development prioritized over needs of the franchise. I mean, at this point you could make, you can make an argument for really any prospect in the system coming up and uh, trying to help out the Minnesota wild roster. But is that the best? Is that serving the greater good at this point? The answer is no, because as of right now, thanks to the tankathon, the Minnesota Wilds have the eighth overall pick. And so we will talk about, at this point, some of the other teams that will be contending with the Minnesota Wilds for lottery position, again, at this point. And we'll take a look at some names that are linked to the Minnesota Wild at their current draft spot as we finish today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up. But there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. FanDuel is incredibly easy to use with a wide range of options to bet, such as live same-game parlays, 
if you're somebody who loves to bet the second half under or the first half over, uh, you can do so to your heart's content with FanDuel. You can also find bets in the new Explore tab and make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best way to find the most popular parlays on FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. We'll get you set for what to look for from the t- Tampa Bay Lightning for tomorrow's game on tomorrow's brand new episode. And of course, we'll have you covered after the game as well. So make sure to stick with us on Lockdown Wild as we've got you covered each and every bit of the way this season. So this is another thing that I have come to love. We haven't used it a ton, but um, Tankathon, tankathon.com slash NHL. Keeps track of, of lottery odds, keeps track of chances for the number one overall pick. It's not a position that the Minnesota Wild find themselves in a ton, but as the injuries continue to mount, the likelihood of, run, of winning games in the short term decreases. It puts the Minnesota Wilds in the top 10 as of right now. The Minnesota Wilds have at right now a 6% chance to win the uh, number one overall pick. San Jose is first right now with a 25.5% chance to uh, win the number one overall pick. And they're in pretty good territory right now. I mean, 21 points for the Sharks in 38 games. Chicago is next with 24 points in 37. Anaheim has 26 points in 36 games. Those are your top three right now. Then it's Columbus at 32. Ottawa at 28 has... uh, Ottawa has played 33 games so far this season. So the fact that they are at five while being four points behind Columbus, because, yeah, they've played five fewer games than the Blue Jackets have. And then Buffalo has 34 points at uh, six with 38 games. Montreal's next with seven at seven with 37 points. The Minnesota Wilds are at eight with 36 points. The Wild have lost three in a row. And you look at some of these other teams that are currently in contention for a spot in the draft lottery. Uh, Calgary, they've won two in a row. Seattle's won five in a row. The St. Louis Blues have lost two in a row. And then you got the Tampa Bay Lightning, who will be getting a uh, pick from Chicago. Or actually, no, they're trading it to Chicago. I beg your pardon. Then Detroit's at 13. Pittsburgh is at 15, but they traded their pick to San Jose. So. The point being, the Minnesota Wild find themselves in the top 10 right now, which, if you know anything about the NHL draft, top 10 picks, usually pretty good players. And so you're not in position as of right now, although, and let me preface this 100% right now. I'm going to hit Sim Lottery on Tankathon and see where the Wild end up. I have not done this previously. 
I have no idea what the results are going to be of this, but let's just let's just see how it works. So I click Sim Lottery, and the Minnesota Wilds stay at eight. San Jose gets number one. Buffalo hops to number two. Chicago down to three. Anaheim down to four. Columbus down to five. Ottawa down to six. And Montreal stays put as well. So congratulations to the San Jose Sharks. They get Macklin Celebrini. But the Minnesota Wilds selection is a player that is intriguing to me at this point, and that is Caden Lindstrom. He is a left-handed shot, which it, that's an area in which the Wild, I think, have plenty. But just look at um, look at these stats, look at these numbers, and look at some of these draft profiles from um, various experts in uh, talking about these players. Uh, Lindstrom is 6'4", 216 right now. And he's playing with Medicine Hats in the WHL. He's got 27 goals, 19 assists, and uh, 46 total points and 66 penalty minutes in 32 in 32 games. And here are some of the um, here are some of the draft thoughts about Caden Lindstrom as we uh, get closer to the NHL drafts coming up in noon or in uh, in June in noon. Um, just has some uh, really good uh, info about what he brings to the table. And of course, that's not the correct page. I did this previously and it had like a bunch of great um, profiles for various. Uh, oh, here we go. He's currently ranked as the eighth best prospect in the uh the 2024 draft class. Macklin Celebrini, obviously in a tier by himself. Cole Iserman and Ivan Demidov in tier two. And then Lindstrom is in with the rest. But if you can put yourself in position to get a top 10 player in this draft, that is um, that's something that's going to be hard to pass up. Because it's it's a clear need for this Minnesota Wild team is a little more skill and a little more talent in between the pipes because we're seeing it play out right now that um, the Wild just do not have a ton in the way of impact guys and skill guys in the lineup. They're all injured and uh, not able to currently produce for this team. So if the Minnesota wilds can pick up a guy in the, um, the category of a uh, Cole of a Caden uh, Lindstrom, that's, that's going to be huge for this team. And I know they're not going to, they're not going to outwardly tank. The Minnesota wild will not outwardly tank this season, but if they can pick up, if they can use this opportunity to pick up an elite level talent, 
Um, I'm I'm very much all for it, which is why I'm not super thrilled about the uh, potential for trading picks, trading prospects to try to reinflate what's going on this season. I'm I am of the belief fully that you just let this ride, and if if things don't go well, you take the opportunity to grab a top pick and you move on from it. Now, here are some of this is what I was trying to to get earlier. Here are some of the draft profiles for Caden Lindstrom. We'll start with Kyle Cushman from the score. This was uh, this profile was done on December 11th. The British Columbia native is a physical freak. He's listed at six foot five, two oh five, but doesn't lack speed and agility. Lindstrom can fly and is agile too. A deadly combination when paired. Hadi Kalakesh of Dauber Prospects on November 18th. Physically gifted and willing to use it. Lindstrom is incredibly disruptive along the boards, competes hard on every puck, and does a lot of the little things right. From his tendency to cut to the middle off the rush, to his hard back checks, to his ability to take each puck in stride without needing to slow down, there are many details of his game that scream NHL. Sam Cosentino of Sportsnet's has started to apply himself in a manner where he can take games over both physically and skillfully. And how about Scott Wheeler from The Athletic? He's also got decent overall skill and quick hands, both in flight and around the net and the wall. He can play off the puck and take up space in front, play on the cycle, and stay over pucks to help his team maintain possession inside the offensive zone, create in transition, putting defenders on their heels with a head of steam, and even make skill plays from a standstill inside the offensive zone. That sounds pretty good to me. I know I wouldn't be super upset because I think we're seeing some of this this year. I also wouldn't be super upset if the Minnesota Wild elect to look at the defenseman too, but I think I think skill players is something that you always need as an organization. And so if the Wilds can get one in the top 10 this year, that is helping the greater good. We'll see how things play out. As mentioned, we'll have an episode coming up for you in the morning as well, but that'll do it for tonight's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day of the week. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure to hit that like button as well. And for the audio listeners, we uh, thank you for tuning in on your favorite podcast platform as well. Be sure to throw us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple or whichever platform you use. Uh, we appreciate that as well. And we'll continue to keep you updated on all things Minnesota Wild throughout the uh, rest of the season. You can find new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.